It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Welcome back, listeners, of your national award-winning program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on this program, we highlight the issues that you want to know more about. And right now, I am honored to have someone back on our program. It's been a while since we spoke with him. He has a new book. He has a new platform, all of that. I'm talking about the one and only Kevin McNeil. He is a best-selling author, a victim advocate, and a former police detective. He has a, a full gamut there of experience and knowledge. Kevin, welcome back to Let's Talk America Radio pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, I know you have a new book. We um, have had the opportunity to sit with you in previous years where you had some non-fictional books that really talked about human trafficking and sexual abuse, and you've done an awesome job of really sharing your advocacy with the world. When we found out here at Let's Talk America Radio, you had a new book. I was a bit taken back that it's actually a fictional book. Tell our audience more about this new book. Yeah, the fictional book is a is a story, is a very empowering and very engaging story. I wanted to reach a broader audience. Normally, when I talk um, with nonfiction books and with just facts, I, I I reach out to people who are already a little bit knowledgeable about the subject matter and somewhat concerned. But I wanted to reach those people who had no clue how bad human sex trafficking really was in our communities and how often it occurred. So I found that the the, the readers out there really loved a good story, a good story that they and get into and get involved in. So I decided to switch over to fictional writing, and I discovered with fictional writing, I could tell more of the story, and I could make people feel more emotional attached to the issue itself, and not just giving them facts, but letting them feel what it's like to be in a position of being a victim themselves so they can kind of feel for that victim and kind of get a vibe for why we need their concern and their help to spread this message. Wow. Now, Spill the Beans, tell us the title of this new book and how long it's been out. Okay, I released it October the 15th. The title of the book is called God Child. God Child, mm-hmm. and the uh, subtitle is Some Systems Are Meant to Be Broken. Uh, you know, I have a, 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 a slight bent on the fact that I wanted to let everybody know we're all God's children. Absolutely. And that not only do we need to respond to the incidents that are happening in our culture, but we actually need to transform the systems that have been created to respond to these incidents and not just respond, but actually get on the prevention side as well. Wow. I mean, you said a lot there, and we're going to dig more into this, but being a fictional story and uh, someone that reads both nonfiction and fictional, and, and I'll be uh, very transparent with you, uh, nonfiction okay. tends to be my um, preference, but everybody is yes. different, and I do know we've exactly. heard that from our national international listening audience, and they have done both, and we have some that love fictional uh, when uh-huh. I think of this being such a serious topic, okay, talking about human trafficking and abuse and it being fictional, do you think as an author who has worked in real-life situations, does it take anything away from the message, Kevin? 
No, I don't think it, I don't think it does. In fact, I think it adds that emotional element to it. Sometimes when we hear fact, it engages the part of our brain that just just thinks about the problem. But when you engage a story, stories engage our hearts. It makes us get involved. It makes us want to do something about the matter. A lot of times you can read fiction, you can read facts, and you can say, "Oh, that's awful. I'm sad that's okay, happening." Yes. But when you read a story, you can kind of get into the character's shoes and say, "Man, that's awful. If I was them, I would be wanting someone to look out for." me. So I've found that reading fiction, uh, in particular when it comes to serious issues like human sex trafficking, actually makes you go online, look, what can I do? And on top of that, this book is different in that half of the proceeds from the book actually yeah. go to build a therapy, a multi-million dollar therapy center oh. in Columbus, Georgia for human sex trafficking victims. I and see. so the book is not just something that's bringing awareness, but it's actually something that's used to raise money and awareness. Um, I partner with the organization to do that. And so half of the proceeds, no matter it's the Kindle version or the paperback, it goes towards that, that purpose. So that's another reason I want to extend the, the audience and my platform as regards to uh, human trafficking. You are listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We are putting the spotlight on human trafficking, sexual abuse, uh, very serious topics with someone who knows something about it. We're talking about former police detective. He's also a victim advocate, and he's also an author. And right now he's with us talking about all of that and more. His latest book, Kevin McNeil, is with us. Again, honored to have him on. Kevin, I don't want to tell too much about the book, right, because I know uh, we want people to read and go along the journey of what's going on within this uh, this book but should we know and and I think this is a fair question when we talk about the main character or the characters that are surrounding are they people that are easily identifiable I mean in other words will I see a Shana or Kevin or Elisa or Mark in the book Oh, definitely, particularly particularly if you're from Atlanta, because the book is based right here. The setting is here in Atlanta, and uh, it, 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 it connects with everyday people. Uh, and, and you have children, you have relatives, and it makes you feel like, wow, this can happen to anybody. So anybody who picks up the book, going to see themselves in one of the characters that they read about in the book. And also, they're going to be surprised by the ending. I don't want to give it away, but it's, oh, it's, right. it's, it's in the beginning, they, they, they'll be totally thrown off by the end and how the book ends, but they will enjoy it. Wow. You know, I, I want to transition some because having you on the show, you have such a wealth of knowledge. You have uh, lived it by being a police detective, um, what's yeah. really out there, dealing with those who have been victims. And you have also come in contact with those perpetrators as well. Yeah. Is there any specific advice you would give someone listening to this program right now? Because, Kevin, knowing our listeners, some know yeah. something about the topic, some don't. Some hear about it on the world news and think, well, that's something in a third world country perhaps is not right here under my nose in Ohio or New York or Virginia. Is there something we should know, those who are not as savvy and educated about this topic as you all? What should we know to help, one, the world, but also to make sure we're watching out that this doesn't happen to individuals in our family, if there's anything we can do to ensure that? Because so many different topics you can't do anything about, but help us out with this one. Yeah, I would like, first of all, for people to, to understand and know that it's happening. It's happening uh, every minute and every hour, even as we're talking, some child or some person is being trafficked. And, and, and sometimes because we don't know what we're looking at or we don't yeah. know what we're seeing, we don't realize that we're seeing something that's, that's, that's involved in human trafficking. You know, uh, 
I tell people to educate themselves, uh, to, to go online and try to see some of those things. Like you see a, a person that you kind of don't get the feel that this is their daughter, this is their son by the way they're treating them. I mean, you can kind of get a vibe for it. And, and, and sometimes you can also see uh, specific um, people that are walking together and being together, particularly when it comes to adults and younger persons who are dressed older, uh, younger persons who are, who are probably not as, as, as open and don't look as happy as they should be while they're around a particular people. And so your everyday uh, uh, experiences in, in the public, just be on the lookout. If it looks funny, feels funny to you, you know, it may okay. be something that you're looking at that may be human trafficking. And also social media is a big, you know, these games that, that are coming out. A lot of the predators uh, lure children through through these games. Fourth night, uh, fourth. I think that's the name of the game. Popular, uh, yes, it is a very popular yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So wow. some of these social media websites, be very uh, cautious and aware of some of these. Uh, learn about these apps that your children have on their phone. Uh, there are certain apps, you know, the calculator. There's an app that looks like a calculator that is specifically geared towards luring young children, and not just children. I have to also warn people these dating sites. Um, sometimes, oh, really? Know, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of these guys, they troll the, uh, and females, they troll these dating sites mm-hmm. and looking for somebody who's looking for a, a, attention in a date, and they draw them out uh, from their comfort zones and get them into places and spaces where they can do harm to them mm-hmm. and take them out of yeah. the state and do some harm to them. And, and, you know, it's a very common thing. So the Internet is big in trying to fight it. And law enforcement we kind of know what's happening, but every day there's a new trick and, and, and that's coming yeah, up. We shut down one site, there's another site. So I would tell people, evolved. Okay. educate yourselves, you know, Google it, watch programs, uh, read books about it. And so the more you educate and become aware of it, you may see something that, that, that kind of you look at and probably uh, become aware of and not notice that it was happening right in front of you. Wow. And I've got two questions. The first one, and Mm -hmm. it may be obvious to you because you're an expert in this, but the victim, are they Mm -hmm. always aware that they're a victim of human trafficking or simply does this young woman or young man or whatever age they may be, because you're saying they could be full grown adults as well, but are they aware they think, well, no, I'm just dating him or her. Are they aware they're a real victim? That's a great question, Shauna. Most of the time, they're not aware of it. And a lot of times, people who are from human trafficking uh, backgrounds have abusive backgrounds as well, whether it be child abuse, domestic abuse. It kind of kind of leads up to them being victims of human trafficking because at the bottom line, you know, at the end of the day, we all want connection with another human being. And yeah. oftentimes, the victims of human trafficking get lured into these relationships thinking that the person that has lured them in wants a genuine connection with them. And they brainwash them and they make them think that they're the only ones for them and that the world is against oh, them, no. that you can't call law enforcement. And that's why uh, the subtitle of my book is Some Systems Are Meant to Be Broken, because law enforcement oftentimes punishes the victim. Uh, and right. so a lot of victims don't know where to turn. So uh, they can't look to law enforcement. They can't look to family members or close friends. So a lot of times the only thing they see the help coming from is the actual perpetrator. So a lot of times they don't see themselves as victims. They see themselves as partners and helping this person. And they'll try to, you know, fame it as a business. You're helping me run a business. And so wow. – 
yeah, they see it as a value, the evaluation of themselves. So I don't see it as human trafficking. I see that you're, you're bringing value to me and I'm bringing value to you. So it's a partnership. And so because law enforcement traditionally sometimes they're learning and they're transitioning away from it, a lot of times the, the girls get caught up and locked up for prostitution. Yes. Um, and things like that. So a lot of times they see themselves as victim against uh, the system versus the victim against the perpetrator who's doing these things to them. Wow. I mean, the disturbing but truthful information you're yeah. sharing with us right now on Let's Talk yeah. America Radio. Again, uh, listening audience, we're speaking with Kevin McNeil. Before you leave us, and I'm sure your book reflects some of this answer that may come mm-hmm. from you, is there a specific group that's more at risk for human trafficking because you know we, we hear so many different crimes there are certain people that may f- fall into it more i mean is it a specific group or literally it could be anyone it could be anyone um but specifically um i have to deal with the other side of it, which is the buyers the, the the buyers are out there for okay. the young girls um, okay. so okay. to give you a, a point give you an example what how traffickers will work and most people won't know how they work if, if I hang up at a high school, I can go to a high school or a middle school and just hang out, just pretend I'm one of the parents, and I see a girl okay. that probably have low self-esteem. I can kind of tell that she's by herself. Right. She probably has she dressed. She doesn't have many friends. And I can say, you know, I, I can be a friend to you, you know, befriend her, and then buy her nice clothes and Prada, you know, all these name gang bags. Then I send her back to school with all this stuff. Of course, all the other girls in school are going to be curious, like, where do you get all these nice things from? So yeah. now I've used this young girl as a tool to recruit other young girls. Well, i got a friend who can buy these things for me. And so a lot of times the school grounds, the young girls become the perfect targets. And sometimes oh, wow. there are females, uh, perpetrators who, who, who traffic other females. And so, wow. okay. you know, yeah, so, so a lot of times you were looking for a male, and it can, yes. be, a, a, it can be an older female who's using uh, their influence. And, and, and so most of the time it's going to be your young girls. But there are also young men who are being trafficked. Um, okay. The industry, there's a market now for young men, uh, for young boys being trafficked as well. And so, again, young people are the target because they're more impressionable. And they're more likely to believe that the, the perpetrator is out to help them. You know, they come from a home, probably a broken home or a home where they don't have as many uh, uh, things that, that they can say of their own or they can value or the rules may be strict at home. And here you comes an adult promising to give you, you know, things that you didn't have or clean, can't have at home, like nice clothes, drinking, smoking. And so you think it's cool in the, in the beginning parts, but because they're so young, they don't understand that they're being groomed and lured into a relationship that is dangerous. And before they know it, they're being trafficked and they feel trapped wow. while they're being trafficked. And that's the thing most people don't understand is that a trafficking victim always feels trapped. For one, they don't want to go to law enforcement. And what this person may have pictures of them and threaten to put it on social media. They may have videos wow. of them to send to the family, post it on okay. the school website. Okay. So they feel a trapped. A form of bullying, a bullying, yeah, manipulation, I see. Yeah. So wow, you know, I'm the perfect victim for that type of stuff because social media is their world, and to to take something like that and use it against them against their social media site, they come up can become a dangerous tool used against them. 
Wow. I mean, real talk for real people. And you brought up a point that does need to be emphasized just one last time, and I want to say it. You're saying when we often as parents or guardians or family members and neighbors or aunts and uncles, we may be looking typically, and and let's just be real, it's been sensationalized through Hollywood, and also some of real examples that we've seen that we're looking for men to be the perpetrators where something's going to say, oh, that doesn't seem right. But you brought up a real fact that, that often, or not often, but sometimes, there could be women involved, too. So don't just oh, yeah. look for a male. I, I'm sure some of these males could be working with female counterparts if the females themselves are not responsible for the trafficking, oh, yeah. right? That's true. That's true. And most people miss it because, you know, oftentimes, you know, uh, I tell parents to watch out for your children coming home with expensive things that you didn't buy, you know. Um, okay. And so things like that, look for apps where you can track your children's phone. I know there are apps out there that if you text your child and they don't text back, it'll shut their phone down until they text you back. So there are apps out there they, they can they can investigate and, and view and, and say, so now the child knows that that phone, because the phone is the communication that a lot of sex traffickers use through these apps, through social media. They scan and actually browse social media, and they can look for a particular potential victim based on their post. And this is what I tell you, your post says a lot about you. If all yeah. of your posts is image-related and, and esteem stuff, esteem stuff, you're the, you, to, a, to a trafficker, you're the perfect victim. So I, I talk to you in your inbox, and I kind of send you certain things, and I offer you certain things. And so this may be a female, or maybe a male okay. posing as a female on social media. Yeah. And because young people, which make them great, uh, I hate to use the word great targets, but they're, they're, they're the targets that most perpetrators choose is because the, the lack of maturation when it comes to mm-hmm. thinking the world and people are out to get them. You know, they haven't yeah. yet experienced the world as most adults have. It's all to see the dangers that we see. So oftentimes they can kind of be, you know, a little naive in the fact that there are people yeah, out there that are yeah, purposely and intentionally trying to do you harm. Wow. Human trafficking, great information on this episode of Let's Talk America Radio with Kevin McNeil. Kevin, always an honor to have you on. It's a tough topic, um, but it's one that needs to be highlighted. Um, I wish you much success with your brand-new fictional book. Uh, It's going to be a great read. I'm going to be sure to read it. Tell our national and international listeners where they can go to get a hold of the information and learn more about your advocacy because I think we just tapped on it in this episode of our program, but you have such a wealth of knowledge, and it's, it's truly real talk to help real people, and that's what we love yes. about it here at Let's Talk America Radio. Yes, if people want to connect with me and reach out to me, they can go to my website, www.12project.com. Um, they can also check out my book, God Child, and all of my other books on Amazon.com. Uh, they can also see me on uh, Instagram, Kevin underscore, uh, McNeil underscore, and also my brand new podcast, Heal with Kevin McNeil on SoundCloud. And uh, I'd be greatly uh, anticipating uh, connecting with everyone. Spelled out 12, spelled out 12 project. Okay, okay, yeah, because I definitely want people to connect such valuable information. And if someone's thinking, hey, I'm not a mom or a dad, I don't have to worry about it, it can impact any and everyone, right? So we shouldn't be in our selfish box thinking, well, my kids are grown, it doesn't affect me, or I don't have any. I I would hope, Kevin, I know you have these same hopes for us as well that all of us can do something because when we see something we're supposed to speak up and help others right 
Exactly. I'm telling you that they, they stroll, when I say they, the perpetrator, they, they stroll supermarkets, they stroll nightclubs, they stroll, you know, movie theaters. Everywhere you go, there's somebody on the prowl looking for a potential victim. And if you don't think you can be one, you're going to miss the, 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 the signs and telltale signs, you know. And so we live in a different world, unfortunately, uh, where there are people out there that are attempting to, to, to use other human beings to profit off of. Okay. And so we not only need to be aware, but we need to be proactive in prevention. And education is one of the greatest prevention tools to bring this uh, awareness to our communities and to our young people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And something despicable in our society, and we have to help those victims um, have a voice for themselves throughout all of this. Uh, Any last words of hope or wisdom or pearls of wisdom, as we call it here on the program, for anyone listening in right now? Maybe the person themselves believes they are in a relationship that sounds like human trafficking. Any last words? Yeah, I would say definitely look for the signs. Look for anything that's, you know, that old saying that says if it's too good to be true, it probably is uh, not true. And so I would tell those who are in a situation and maybe listening of human trafficking is that it's to try to reach out to someone that you're close to or connected to and the persons who probably get uh, knowledge of someone who may be in human trafficking or a situation like that learn to listen with your heart not just with your eyes because sometimes we judge people and think they voluntarily want to be in a victim status when in fact they have no other way to express their pain and express their need for help and sometimes they're just looking for people like us to be aware enough to see the telltale signs. So I would tell people, educate yourselves, become aware, and also, also please listen to anyone that may be trying to reach out to you in any form, whether it be social media or if they tell you that they're in a relationship that they're trying to get out of, you know, seek out help and try to get them help. Pay attention, telltale signs. What a telling conversation. Thank you, Kevin McNeil, for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. At the Energize Store, we create positive wearables to uplift your spirits. We also provide custom merchandise for family reunions, nonprofit organizations, and small businesses. Please visit us online at www.energize.store. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Energize Store. Shop now.